Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shine with the Sun. I am your host, Sunshine. And on today's episode, I want to talk about the easiest way to manifest success. And I know I'm always talking about manifesting success, but who the fuck doesn't want to manifest success? We all want abundance into our life and prosperity into our life. And we should all already know, we should start with knowing that we already have it. It's already there. Let's take a break from thinking about the things we want and start thinking about what we already have and see the little ways we are abundant. I know what you're thinking. Yawn, been there, done that, heard that. But let let me go a little deeper away from me now. Let's start off by saying, what are the things you think you don't have? And why do you think you don't have them? Because nine times out of ten, the reason that the things you don't have aren't in your life is because you are simply stuck in the mindset that you don't deserve it. And it is that simple. If you do not have love in your life, it's because you are blocking love from you. Because you believe, one way or another, subconsciously, that you don't deserve it. Same thing with riches. When it comes to riches... Most people have underlining beliefs that stop them from attracting more. For example, you may feel like people who are rich are mean-spirited. You may have the mindset, eat the rich, kill the rich. If you have that mindset underneath whatever other money beliefs you have, you are subconsciously blocking being rich. Because your subconscious does not want you to become an evil person. And if you think people who are rich are evil, you get what I'm saying? Your subconscious makes that connection for you. So let's go underneath the surface and see the real core problem behind our lacks. For example, I know for myself, the reason it's hard for me to attract love and keep friends is because I have an underlying belief that people who I, I get close to are going to leave me. They're going to realize who I really am when I take off my mask and I get comfortable and they're not going to like it and they're going to leave. So I have to always play a show, put on a show and not be who I really am. And then I go through the cycle that I'm exhausted of putting up a show and I say, I wish I had someone who I could be myself around. But then I say, but if I'm in myself around someone, they'll leave me. And I'm in a cycle. I was in a cycle that was constantly leading to the same outcomes, a.k.a. me self-sabotaging relationships and me ending friendships because I was tired of putting on a mask and putting on a play that only I was holding myself to. Nobody else asked me to put on the show but myself. Yeah, I was punishing others for it you get what i'm saying and i'm self-aware enough to understand this and know this cycle and god willingly change the cycle and that's the difficult part because these cycles are so embedded into us are so ingrained into us from our childhood from our even ancestral beliefs and we don't even know imagine imagine me finding out that the reason i'm so afraid of water the reason I'm so afraid of swimming is because of my ancestors' trauma. I didn't tell them to do nothing. The water didn't tell them to do anything to me. You know how long it took me to figure that out? A lot of people don't figure things out like that. And if they don't 
figure it out? How would they know to heal it? How would they know what to change? That's why they say knowing is half the battle. Once you know the problem, you don't have the option to change it. If you don't even know the problem, if you don't aren't even aware that there is a problem, how can you take the first steps to try and fix it? Now, the first instinct we have as humans after this is, okay, now that I know the problem, or I'm going to fix it, I'm going to attack it, I'm going to change it with pure brute force and effort, and ah, well, at least that's my first instinct. And the past few years have shown me that that's not how you go about it. You can't change a physical problem with physical ways. I mean, you can, but it's very difficult. That's why a lot of people say affirmations don't work because you're just saying, oh, I am rich when you're poor. And for some people, they just their body, their mind just can't believe it and they see no change. And this is why I personally like to go above the problem, not through it, not through it. I don't like to force my way through it and not go above it by changing a physical problem through spiritual means Ooh, or emotional or mental means. You can change the tension in your hips you can fix that not do chiropractor a chiropractor can help soothe it for a week but won't fix it you can fix it truly by forgiving your loved ones your parents or your ex-lovers for forgiving them i started forgiving people in my life and my physical ailments have been going and dropping one by one instead of going through physical therapy and doing this and doing that and taking years just like that boom in, in, in moments in an instant things can change for the better so that's number one go through a spiritual way tell yourself you are worthy you are deserving of all the good and abundance the universe has in store for you say it with me i am worthy and deserving of all the good and abundance that the universe has in store for me Another great thing to say and do is ho-po-no-po-po-po. I might have said this so wrong. The Hawaiian healing mantra. I love you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. Thank you. I forgive you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I forgive you. That's the way I say it. I love you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Doing that to people really clears your energy field up. And when you start letting things go one by one... Source universe not has space to let goodness and love and peace flow to you. So, when you think of someone that makes you tense up, because remember, where there's tension, love can't flow. Say it's like a, a knot in the <laughs> a knot in the hose. When there's a knot in the hose, the water doesn't flow. So you gotta release the tensions, the past heartaches, heartbreaks, the past slights, let it go. So when you think of someone or something that hurt you in the past, say, I fully and freely release you. I completely loose you and let you go. 
so far as I'm concerned, this person, this illness, this regret has served your purpose and I no longer need you. You are now in your perfect place. When you think of a past lover or parent who scarred you, someone who did you wrong, supposedly, say, Harmony, I surround XYZ, your insert name there. I surround Tommy with harmony, love, peace, joy, and goodwill. They are feeling peace and understanding between us. God's love saturates your mind. Everything and everybody prospers me now, and I prosper everything and everybody. I surround XYZ with harmony, love, peace, joy, and goodwill. They are feeling peace and understanding between us now. God's love saturates their mind when they think of me, and vice versa. And say that and remove the tension. Now, another great way to attract wealth to you, number two, is thinking, how can I serve somebody else? (laughs) And this may sound so selfish, and who cares if it is, but half the time I bless somebody else, it's honestly because I know it's coming back to myself. If I give someone a large tip, if I do someone a favor, it's honestly because I, I feel, first of all, I, if I was in their shoes, I would want this. I think from that mind. Treat your neighbor as you think, as you would yourself. That's the golden rule. If I were in their shoes, I would love if someone did this. I was biking down the street in Mexico, a really crazy street. Oh, my God, I was dying to go home. It was a 15-minute bike ride. And this guy was pulled over his a moped. And when, at first, I just passed him, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go home. Uh, and then I realized if I was in his shoes, what would I want? Even if I was fine and I had a friend on the way, I would want people in the side of the road to care for me. Maybe I'm an attention whore, but I would want someone to at least ask me if I'm okay. Imagine you <laughs> you get pulled over like that and nobody even gives a fuck. Everybody just drives past you. So I was like, this guy is probably okay, but let me go and talk to him. I said, hey, are you okay? He kept on looking behind him like, is she talking to me? And I was like, yeah, are you okay? Do you need me to go get you gas? And he was like, no, my there's a hole in my tire, but my dad is coming. And I was like, okay. And he was like, thank you, thank you so much. I knew, like, there wasn't anything I could do if he, like, blew his engine. I'm not a fucking mechanic. I have no Wi-Fi in Mexico. I can't call anybody. But I just wanted to show him that he wasn't alone in that moment. Because that is what I would want to feel. I would want to feel not alone. Or in the side of a crazy, twisty, turvy road. So if you want to gain something, gain love, give love. If you want to gain wealth, give wealth. You may say, I don't have any wealth to give. Yes, you do. Make someone's life easier. Run an errand for somebody. You know that your friend is tired? Okay. You know your friend has been busy with work a lot? Go and clean up her room, her house. You know your husband has been working late hours and picking up extra shifts? You don't have any money to get him? You can't take him shopping or do anything crazy? Cook him a nice meal. Something makes someone happy. And God will make you happy. That's why I say everything and everybody prospers me now. And I prosper everything and everybody now.
remember money is attracted to love so you should let no so we must let divine love be lit and alive inside of me say i let divine love now be lit and alive inside of me i am now deliberately and joyously radiating divine love to myself and all beings of all energies money is attracted to love give love to get love be love and you'll get money you'll get everything good it's that simple god is attracted to love because god is love god is always watching over you and protecting you you should never forget that the divine being that brought you into this world did not abandon you in the jungle to fend for yourself nature nature takes care of itself what's the, oh my god this reminds me of a bible verse what is it matthew six twenty six. let me read it for you guys it says do not worry therefore i tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink or about your body what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes this is jesus talking listen closely look at the birds of the air they do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not much more valuable than they can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life jesus said look at the birds do they go around paying taxes and saving and investing? No. But the Heavenly Father still feeds them. Are you now not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Okay? The flowers, they don't go to work at 8 a.m. They don't have eight hours here, but they're still growing. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these flowers. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? <laughs> he said, oh, you, I love when Jesus says, oh, you of little faith. Reminds me to sit up. <laughs> so do not worry saying, what shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. and Your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek ye first his kingdom his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own <laughs> god it's so funny <laughs> isn't that hilarious oh that's so funny this is matthew chapter 6 is probably the best chapter in the bible in my opinion there are many great chapters. Trust me, I love the stories of David, Abraham, Isaac. All of those stories are wonderful. But to me, this chapter, Matthew chapter 6, everybody should read it and know it like the back of your hand. At first he talks about, I'm only going to go over this for a little bit, but first he talks about giving to the needy. And he talks about prayer. Don't pray or give like hypocrites. 
Um, and then, of course, he said the very popular verse, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as he forgives our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And then he talks about forgiving, fasting, and then he talks about the verse I just read. That do not store up your treasures on earth. And uh, just give and bless everybody. And no one can serve two masters. That's a very, also very important verse in Matthew chapter 6. And if you have access to the internet, look up this verse and read it. Read it once a day if you can, because it will really get your mind right. And by now, we all know my favorite verse in the Bible. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else shall be added unto you. Now, we've all heard this before, but the reason I want to mention Matthew chapter 6 again for the millionth time on this podcast is not for verse 33 as usual. It's actually for verses 25 to 32. A lot of us have made up or submitted to the image of a God that's in sky judging us making a list, checking it twice, he's gonna find out if you're not, you're nice, and damn you too, hell, you're going to hell, like, that idea of God, who sees us as unworthy sinners, has been accepted by society, and it makes us feel unworthy ourselves, oh, I'm not worthy in the eyes of the Lord, so I'm not worthy of being rich and wealthy, or, oh, he's not worthy, look at him, she does this, she's not worthy, he's going to hell, It makes us very judgmental towards ourselves and others, and that is blocking our blessings more than anything else. We must see that God loves us as his children. There is no verse in the Bible where God says that he hates you and he wants to send you to hell and you're not worthy and you must do this to be worthy. And if there is a verse in the Bible, I guarantee you it is man-made. This verse, Matthew 25, is God himself, Jesus Christ himself, saying, if God can take care of flowers and birds, why the fuck wouldn't he take care of you? You are worthy of all that and more. See how fat and happy these birds are. You're going to be fatter and happier. Don't worry. Yet, what is humanity doing? Worrying about the next bill. How are we going to do that? Worrying ourselves to death. We must stop that. God will provide for us. God will take care of you. When you have that knowing in your heart, that trust in you, everything else shall be added on to you. I feel like that's really what Jesus meant when he says, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, is to have that knowing, that trust in God, that confidence saying, my God got me. To be aligned with that knowing brings everything else to you. There's an episode of The Reality Revolution, my favorite podcast in the world, next to mine, my podcast, my favorite, my second favorite podcast in the world is The Reality Revolution. It's called I Am Divine. That's the name of the episode. I Am Divine. Not I Am D-I-V-I-N-E. It's I Am T-H-E space V-I-N-E. I Am Divine. And the episode basically talks about how God is the main source of energy and we are basically leaves on a branch connected to a trunk god is the roots and the trunk and we are the branches and the leaves and how 
as long as the root is healthy, the trees are going to grow strong branches and beautiful leaves. Even if there's a winter and they fall off, springtime comes, they'll bloom again. And that episode really opened my eyes because he basically talked about a leaf can't turn red. And the tree says, I don't like this leaf. It's not worthy to be on me. And just kills the leaf. It doesn't work that way. The tree loves the leaf. The tree loves the branches. No matter which way the branch turns or snaps or whatever. However the branch grows, the tree will love it and provide for it and nourish it. And continue to help it grow. Because that is just the tree's nature. The tree can't decide, oh, I don't only want six leaves and this leaf isn't good enough. No, 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 no. It's human nature. The humans to come and prune and pick and say, let me get rid of this, let me add this, let me do that, let me do this. But the nature of the tree is to grow and grow and grow and feed itself, get bigger, sink its roots deeper, grow its branches bigger, grow its leaves fuller, and just keep growing. And that's the same way God's only feeling towards us is love. That's the only unconditional love. And that unconditional love is helping us grow and grow and get bigger and get bigger no matter what we do. We are, we are forgiven because we have no other option. There's no other option than to grow, than to be loved, than to be forgiven. And when you realize that and embed that into your heart, you realize there's nothing you're not worthy of. There's nothing that you don't deserve. There's nothing that you don't have access to. There's nothing that God isn't given to you. So I invite you to see yourself as a source of energy that God just can't stop gushing unconditional love inside of. (laughs) See yourself as the source of energy that God just can't stop blessing. See a white light. A white and green light shining from the heavens down into you. A nice bright vine pouring love into you from the heavens. And see that whenever you start to worry. See that just what are you worrying about when God himself is pouring love into you? What could you worry about? When you get that mindset and you live like that didn't just start to come together you should really feel your life being poured with the love you don't search for the love you don't try and manifest it you don't oh my god what do I gotta do I gotta do my mantras to get love I gotta pray a certain way oh my god I gotta do my rituals so no all that shit goes away as you realize you already are that I am the I am that I am you already are the abundance you already are the wealth you already are God. And God, you're God and God keeps pumping more God inside of you. Your love and love keeps pouring more love inside of you. Your peace and God keeps pouring more peace inside of you. You're overflowing with bliss at this point. And when you remember that, you have no other choice than to seek ye first the kingdom of God. And once you do that, 
God has no other choice but to add everything onto you. It's like a cycle. That's the only cycle we should be caught in. Not the cycle of judgments and fears or am I worthy? Am I questioning worries, anxieties? All of this is just an illusion. At the end of the day, everything we see, everything we are, everything we can be is only God. And God is love. So everything is love. Tap into that love and it will be there. So quick. It's waiting for you. The love you seek, the abundance you seek is waiting for you to tap into it. And once you do, <laughs> you'll realize everything is going to be all right. I love you all so much. The song of the week is coming up right after this commercial break. Ooh, I lied. There is no song of the week because I don't have access to music. For those of you who don't know, I'm actually at a retreat, a Reiki retreat right now in Cabo, Mexico. Doing big things for the benefit of all beings. Great things are coming to shine with the sun. I can't wait for you all to join me. So this is the end of the episode. I'm sorry there will be no song of the week this week. If I get access to music, I will drop another episode with a song of the week. I promise. And with that, I'll bid you adieu. I love you all so much. Remember, God is love. Efanaya Chuku. In Nigeria, that's how you say God is love. Efanaya Chuku. Stay bright. Stay beautiful. Remember, you are a God. So act like it. And... Shine with the sun. I love you.